Welcome to Money Matters with Matt and Rich, episode 12. 12. 12. Uh, we were going to have Mark Bashirs in uh, talking about uh, life insurance policies, whole life policies, but he is in the eye of the storm in Florida. So yes. we, he's not going to be in today uh, via Zoom. So wishing everybody down there well with this crazy uh, storm that's coming through down there. Right. Um, but we will have him back at some future point. Yeah. He'll be on. Uh, yeah. He will be on. To chat. And uh, I was going to actually have a phone call with him at three, and he canceled that too, obviously. Right. But uh, yeah, no, he's uh, wishing all, everybody down there well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, I, it's, you know, a little, little dangerous, yeah, a little, little scary yeah. situation, but. I no. think we've got a great uh, alternative to that conversation. Yep. Again, going back on rates, uh, we chatted about last week about mm-hmm. you know buying down points and essentially reducing what you're going to come uh, out of pocket on yep. your monthly payment. Yep. Um, so, what are rates right now that they've yeah. changed literally this week? Yeah, they this this week has been a has been a whirlwind to put it lightly. I guess yeah. that's the proper way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The the interest rates have gone from six, roughly six and a half, again, give or take, to about seven to seven and a half, depending on your situation, in about three days. Yeah. So we... Talk about a jump. Yeah, it's a big jump. We haven't <laughs> Another seen, one. We haven't seen this jump since when we saw like the four and a half to five and a half back in like June, maybe, or May. Yeah. There was like, a, it happened in a, in a full day. It was like people were qualifying for a house. They got under contract. We By the time we submitted the loan, they did not qualify because it happened that quickly. This one wasn't that fast, but it was still ridiculously fast. Right, we're talking three days. It goes up about three quarters of a point, um, and it's really you know it's impacting people's buying power. But like last week, we talked about buying down the interest rate. Right, we got another option that we can chat about today. Uh, but just so everyone's aware, right, the news is about a week behind. So when you hear that rates are about six and a quarter, like I heard on, I think it was like Good Morning America or something, (laughs) that's not the case anymore. That was last week. That was legitimately last week. It's not the case anymore. We're at about seven to seven and a half on your your mortgage. And And that's nationally. This isn't just like, hey, it's just me. Like that's nationally. That's national. Everyone's there. And it's not like, so the biggest, weirdest thing of this whole year is is not that the rates have adjusted or changed. It's that... The, their rate of change. Correct. That they've gone from right. sub four in January to o- over seven. Right. You know, it, it would seven normally, and if we had adjusted there over time, be a big deal? No, but like the drastic rate of change and the, the still the supply and demand yep. issue that's out there. Yep. Um, it and definitely I, affects people. I think that may be the reason consumers are a little frustrated or a little frazzled yeah. is the intensity in which they are doing it. Yeah. Um, like you said, if you go from four to seven over, you know, two years, yeah. or that'd be 30 months, 24 to 30 months, it's like, okay, you know, it's annoying, but you know, we can gradually, consumers can gradually yeah. get used to this, right? When you do these massive jumps in three, three days, one day, five days, it's like people you have a hard time adjusting to anything in their life. People don't like change. They go like, from approved to not to approved. Not approved. <laughs> like in the matter of seven days. Right. You know, so if they right. got if they got in touch with you last week or a week yeah. and a half ago and you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, you're you know, you're approved. Here we go, here's the rate. They might be not approved and now their home ownership dreams are gone. Are gone for now like, anyway. Just because of the, the government, right. the federal government. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Not because of anything they did, right? Yeah, it's 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 pretty wild when, like you said, when you got to adjust pre-approvals. You know, we've done this twice already this year, but it's still like you know 
40 grand, 50 grand, 60 grand on pre-approvals. And like, it's like, holy crap. Like, yeah. and just the house difference you get with that amount of money and you're paying the same amount that you were before, like in terms like the payment doesn't change. You qualify for the same payment, but the house you get with that payment now lot, is, is, less. is a lot different. You may be in a different town. You might be, you know, maybe you're looking at four bedrooms. Now you're looking at three. Maybe you're looking at three bedrooms. Now you're at two. Yeah. Like it can drastically change the house. That, that buyer you buy. didn't even get a chance to start looking at homes. Correct. You know, right. would never Nevertheless, put offers in if right. it's only been, you know, less than a month. Right, right. But, you know, I should put the, the caveat out there. You know, it sounds scary, yeah. but this all this means is that there's going to be less competition out there for yeah. buyers. So, And there'll be other new products to right, help these, to help these buyers, buyers to be strategic and, and right. have a plan to get into something. Right, right. So you, I really emphasize, like, you should not steer away from buying a house right now. No. If you can afford the house right. comfortably – Right, go buy the house that you want. Yeah. Right, it don't because the rates this crazy. Rates fluctuate all the time. Yep. If you think you're going to be in the same rate for the thirty years of that mortgage, you're crazy. It's not going to happen. First right? time buyers look for and want that forever home. Right. Right. They're a first time buyer for a reason. For they're a called reason. that for a reason <laughs> right. because they're the first home is a three five. It, the nationally, it was always seven years, mm -hmm. and then the buyers are out. But mm -hmm. it's been sort of more like five years. Mm -hmm. Um, so five years are gone into right. the next house. Right. First time buyer is just that a first time buyer. They are a second time and yep. very likely they're also a third, a third time, time. Yeah. And then they've got that final home, but they've built, they've used that first home. It might not be your perfect home, but it mm -hmm. might be a very good home mm -hmm. to get in, to use that first home, to get into the second home, right. to get into the third home. It's right. compounding to, to help you get to where you want to be. Right. Right. And that's exactly it. You know, hopefully you make more money. Hopefully, you, you know, your, your, your debt situation, your consumer debt situation comes down so mm -hmm. that you can afford more of a house. Right. That's the whole thing. And the equity that's built in that house while you live there for five years Correct. and you've paid the mortgage down. Right. Now you use that equity to get a bigger down payment into the second one. Yeah. Right. It's a great And then the bigger situation. down payment to get to the third one. Exactly. Right. So your mortgage payment may not actually move. Right? right, it may hypothetically, I mean, it may change by a couple hundred bucks, but when you think about the house that you're getting, house you would for... never be able to do that for your first house if you're putting three percent, five percent down, yeah. right? Like the payment's going to be astronomical. Like mm -hmm. it's almost not worth it, no matter really what you're making. <laughs> like have like a six thousand dollar mortgage. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah. god. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's there's a new option out. Um, What's it called? It's called a temporary buy down. Temporary buy down. Down. Okay. Um, so we have two, we have two options. Generally speaking, there's only two options um so it's called a two to one buy down or a one to zero buy down that may not mean much right now but we will explain what that means okay um so i have two examples there is going to be a lot of math here um but for a three hundred thousand dollar loan we'll start there because again that's kind of like your typical like manchester now really is that's kind of where you're typically yep. falling around entry level first time um so I did a rate, a par rate of seven and a quarter. Seven that's and about a quarter. where we're at. Seven okay. and a quarter. I made it as realistic as possible. Yep. The principal and interest payment on that property and mortgage insurance too. I realize that now. Mortgage insurance as well um, would be two thousand and forty-six dollars. Okay. With the two to one buy down, what it is is for the first year of your mortgage, you get to have an interest rate of two percent lower. Two percent. So not two points. Not two points. Two percent, which equates to a five and a quarter mortgage. 
Hey, fantastic. Way better yeah. than seven and a quarter. Yeah. Obviously. Love that. <laughs> so that principal interest in mortgage insurance payment is six hundred and fifty six oh Jesus. Sixteen fifty six. One thousand six hundred and fifty six dollars. So you're taking about four hundred Yeah, it's about three hundred and ninety bucks difference. Yeah. That's a it's a very drastic difference. Over in twelve house. months. Over yep. twelve months. Um, and then so the two, that's the two part of it. So after the first year, your rate goes down one percent from your original par rate. So in the second year of home ownership, you will have a rate of six point two five percent. Yeah. Okay, that payment comes out to one thousand eight hundred forty seven, which is pretty much two hundred bucks. One ninety nine. It's two hundred bucks. If you look at the per savings, month. right, 12 two, months. Right, exactly. If you look at the savings over that two years, you would save $7,056 over those two year periods. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And now, you could you could save that, you could you know, save it for when the rate goes to the 7 and a quarter. Yep. Uh you could invest it yep. in put it in an emergency fund yep, put, emergency it, put it to buy other property like yep. you do whatever you, obviously you can do whatever you want yep. with the house yep. like, or with the uh with the savings um so i get the next question we always get now that we've been telling people about it is well do i have to pay that seven thousand dollars because that obviously makes a difference you don't okay well You'll get what I mean. It's like, you, you do, but you don't. Um, yep. the, the savings. The, the 7000 savings. Correct. So what happens is you ask for a seller credit that we talked about in the last episode, yep. episode 11 of Money Matters. Yeah. Um, so what what you would do is you would ask for a, you know, se- call it a $7,100 seller credit at closing. And where that money goes is it goes into a separate escrow account, which is a fancy term for just a third-party account. Yeah. And the lender draws from that account every single month to make up that difference mm. okay so you're not paying that difference right there's no like caveat to this there's no like oh we're gonna get you on the back end yep. right it's nothing like that it's held in an escrow account that seller credit and then that gets drawn in so the lender or whoever buys the loan is getting that same getting money, that money every regardless. single month yeah right so that so that's the you know there's a safety net to that and it's potentially that the seller could pay for it You'd want to try and ask them for it because that's really where it makes the most sense. Yep. yep. Um, and whether and from my perspective, it's like okay, you know, maybe not every home that's listed for three hundred thousand is also going to want to give you a seven thousand dollar credit. Right. There, though, they are out there, and identifying the right ones that mm-hmm. will do that, mm-hmm. I can help you with. Right. Uh, another strategy would be to just increase your, in my yeah, eyes, would be to increase your offer, offer. price. Yep. By the seventy one hundred bucks, so it will giving them three thousand seven hundred one dollars and asking for the seventy one hundred dollar credit back. Right, so they're netting the same number that they're asking yeah, for, which is the, the the most common practice twenty eighteen and forward. Yeah, like, we would always do that. Just increase it by you know ten grand and ask for ten grand back. Yep, doesn't do a heck of a lot to your monthly payment. Correct. Realistically, it doesn't. Right. right. Um. You know. So yeah. Right. That that'd be probably two two ways to access that and get that 7100 from Correct. my perspective. Correct. And now, you know, if you look at maybe that second home that we were talking about, like, you know, you're moving up in house, you're somebody right now that, okay, you're selling your first house or, you know, you're you're looking to upgrade. Yep. So now you have a $500,000 loan. Perfect spot. Okay, 500 perfect. is your next home. That's the second home. That's the second home. That's your Typically se- second home buyer. <laughs> um, your savings, I won't go through all that math. It's the same thing. Seven and a quarter to five and a quarter. It up to six and a quarter, all the same interest rates to obviously keep it even. Yep. Your savings over the two years would be $11,785. Like, 
to no, you're averaging almost, almost five hundred dollars a month in mm-hmm. savings. Yeah, like that you hypothetically don't have to pay for. Right, right. right. Like you, you didn't have to pay for that. Yeah. Um. Again, it's 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 in an escrow account held by the seller, or sorry, um, paid for by the seller, not held by the seller. So it's. I mean, to me, it's almost a no-brainer. But now you might ask, okay, you know, why would I do this instead of buying down points? Like, where? Yeah. Like, what's the difference? And I did that out to kind of show. So really, it's looking like about two points or two percent for a seller concession that you need, give or take, right there. So I said, okay, if you buy down two points on the interest rate, so you still ask for the seller credit, but you use it to buy down the interest rate. Yeah. So seven and a quarter down to six and three quarters. Yeah. Give or, it was somewhere in there. It was like six, six, three, six, four, depending on each situation there. Sure. Um, so you, so for a $300,000 loan to, for that first example, you would save in the two years about 3,500 bucks yeah. versus seven grand. Mm-hmm. In the 500,000, you would save six grand instead of about 11,700. To yep. me, that's a, a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's Cutting a no-brainer. Half, yeah. And with the with the buy-down, we see a lot that people almost feel obligated to get their money back, right? So if your break-even points 36 months, 40 months, whatever that break-even number is, people feel obligated to stay, stay in that in loan home. until yeah. then. Mm-hmm. With the temporary buy-down, you can refinance whenever you want. Yeah. And so say interest rates go from seven and a quarter today. Three weeks from now, they're at five and a half. Right. Oh, well, maybe you can lock into a 30-year loan at five and a half, which yeah. is what I'm at right now. And I like, well, and actually I, is higher than I'm at right now. But the payment but, isn't going to drastically change yeah, at that number. Yeah, and you're comfortable with that. Right. Um, and that, you know, that timeline of that happening is probably not realistic. But right. the seven and a quarter to five and a half at some point in the future is, is likely. Is likely. It really is. Um, um, how, what that future looks like in that length, I don't know. Right. But, <laughs> but, but we will be there. We yep. will be back there. Um, so then the question would be, you know, when you refine or if you refinance, I should say, where does that escrow money go? Right? Do I just lose that? Do I? No, you don't just lose that. So let's say again to keep the number very simple. Let's say you know the five hundred thousand dollar loan. Let's say you still have a five hundred thousand dollar balance on it, and in you know two months the rates drop to five and a half, and you're like, Psh, I'm refinancing. Yep. Um, and you have ten thousand dollars left in that escrow account. When we order your payoff, so when we pay off that loan to refinance you, because that's what that's what's ending up happening, yep. we take that ten grand and put it all towards your principal. So now your loan at your payoff is actually four hundred ninety thousand. Yeah. So it's going right towards essentially making up for that seller credit that you asked for. So you're nice. not stuck anywhere. You're not yeah. stuck in anything. It's it to me. It's like a no. It's a no brainer. Again, pending you get the house in the seller that will yeah, actually that will do, do that, that for you. Exactly. Um, I think there's a lot of uses for that. You know, savings too over you know monthly every month. If mm-hmm. you can five hundred bucks, you can use that to either you know upgrade the property mm-hmm. to make it nicer um, to you know increase the value of the property. Mm-hmm. Come refinance time if you do, mm-hmm. or come the time that you know the rate. Is is great, right? Um, right. You know, because twelve thousand bucks over a two year period, you could do some upgrades. Not bad. And, <laughs> yeah, you can you know manage the property. You know, um, you know, buy a lawnmower and do all, like yeah. all that stuff that maybe if it were you know not that great at seven and a quarter, you can still do. Right. 
Right. Um, and not I, that we want anyone to be house poor. Right. But at, uh, at least it it uh, frees up that money. A, a little bit of yeah, a uh, little bit of money and, and maybe some stress. Right. I mean, think about the person you're like getting the three hundred thousand dollar loan right now. Like you're telling me they wouldn't want an extra four hundred bucks a month in their pocket. Yeah. With how everything's going right now, like that's. That would be that would be very freeing to people. You don't have to stress about your groceries. Yep. Like you're probably already stressed enough about buying the house right now because you want the house, yep. and maybe you know your it's your first home. Your your debt to income's probably not like twenty. It's probably up towards the top of the qualification, but just simply because of your income and your debt situation. Yep. So if you can save four hundred bucks a month to ease into home ownership, and then okay, we have a buffer, and then okay, we're still saving two hundred bucks a month next year. Right, it's like well, okay. So like, yeah, I mean, and that's another great point. I didn't even think of, uh, you know, because of inflation and cost of everything, groceries, yeah. gas, you know, it makes that a lot less stressful too. Correct. If if you can take some of that out of the equation with this program, correct. You know, hey, okay, great. I got the four hundred bucks for a year. Like, hopefully, everything will come down in a year. If mm -hmm. it doesn't, at least in the following year, I'm still saving. You know, a couple hundred bucks a month. Yep. And hopefully, by the end of year two. We're not in this inflammatory, inflationary market right. where right. gas is expensive, groceries are expensive, yep. everything, <laughs> electricity, yeah, electricity, like everything. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that just, does help it just, ownership. It just adds to it. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, don't take the – this is not financial advice, but don't take the $400, please, and go buy, like, some stupid – like jet ski or Xbox. car yeah it's like something crazy <laughs> like that please actually utilize it like yeah we don't want you to then have that payment raise on you you forget that it was like oh wait i'm still supposed to be saving money yeah. and then you're now you're strapped even more like right. please make smart that's financial the decisions part. that's the <laughs> toughest part you know it, and i i suffer with it too right like the rich dad poor dad buy assets not liabilities mm -hmm. you know so take that extra money that you're you're being granted and, and do something good with that, right, right? Right. You know, upgrade your property or even if you just stuck it in a, a brokerage account yeah. or, you know, buying stocks while they're on sale right. and let it grow from there. Right. Uh, right. Just do something, something productive. Right. And again, not financial it. advice. I'm right. not a stock trader. I don't know any of that stuff. Right. But there are options out there yeah. and it can certainly connect you with the right people to talk to on that stuff. But yeah, right. 400 bucks a month. You're funding an IRA, you know, <laughs> right? A, a traditional IRA, even. right? Like that's fantastic, right? And even like you know, saving cash isn't the obviously the growth wise isn't the best thing, but again, a first time home buyer could have a seven thousand dollar buffer mm -hmm. by the time now that that payment goes to what they were already comfortable with going. Yeah. Okay, like now it's like okay, we yeah. have like three and a half months of mortgage payments saved. If we both somehow lose our job, like yeah, it's, it's just more freeing. You're like okay, like we're we're gonna be okay. <laughs> like, I think another important thing to maybe hit on again is that, in fact, the buyer is approved for that. That's our interest call. rate, yes, good call. Yes. seven and a quarter. Yep. They're still approved for that interest rate. Correct. There's no issue there. Right. This is a stress reliever, a perk. Yep. Call what you want. Right. To reduce those monthly payments right. uh, for the first two years. Right, right. And that's a really good point that I really should have touched on is we qualify you in that example at the seven and a quarter. Yep. So you have to still be able to qualify for the loan at that highest payment. It's not like an arm where we qualify you on today's rates, or if you do a seven or a 10 year arm, we qualify you on today's rates. And then hopefully you can afford it if in year six in or year eight six, or seven, 11. you know, eleven, whatever that number is. Hopefully you can afford that. No, no, no. We 
that's that, and then it's fixed. Then you're fixed at seven and a quarter for yep. as long as you want it, yep. right? So it's it's not it's not an an arm per se because it's not adjusting randomly or every quarter, right? After you already close on the loan or after there's a there's a set period there, um, you're just buy you're buying down that rate. Right, and the lender's still making their money. They can still sell the loan. People don't want to think about this, but they sell the loan to the government. The they can still sell the loan to the government at seven and a quarter because they know they're still making their money. Because they're making their money, right? So there's escrow. no catch. There's no like again. There's no like oh we're gonna get you somewhere. There's, there's literally nothing. Everyone's still making the same money. So right. there's nothing to be like I don't know, skeeved out about. I guess there's yep. no. Well, it's just different, right? Like because. In this market with this drastic change, there's a lot of lenders that are getting creative and yep. a lot of banks that are getting creative on what they're, you know, what they, I don't want to say pushing, but the, the programs that, that like, they're advertising. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, over the last two years, don't forget, we offer, you know, HELOCs, we mm -hmm. offer, you know, lines of credit for yeah. this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. You know, primary, and we, maybe we do a different plan. We've had to adjust since the rates are different now. Right, um, right. You know, maybe we do an interest only. Maybe we do a different rate uh, locked in for a year or yep. two years. Yep. Yeah. So not unlike that, that this right. is what that's doing. It's right. just, hey, let's get a little bit more creative. In, in how we in how we do it and how we do it and it's safer too because it's yeah. it's it's all very clearly written yeah. out to you you can plan for it you can plan for it the rate doesn't go higher than the par at the fixed rate that you qualified for like everything is you can all refinance right there. with no penalty you can refinance and, with no yeah. penalty you yeah. can there's no prepayment on it even if you hit you win the lottery in you know six yeah. seven months cool paid yeah. off get a promotion go get it like, uh, you know. Right. You, and God forbid, if you have to move or you have a life yeah. circumstance change, yeah. like, you're still fine. You're fine. You don't lose that money. Yeah. There's no yeah. like, so it's it's safe. It's, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's to me, it's a really good program. And I guess the last thing too is you can use it only on purchases. So you can't refinance and, and buy it again. Like, oh, and refinance that. into that. Right, so you can't refi into this, but with purchases, you can use it for a second home. You can use it for investment properties if you so wish to again ease your way into yeah. that. Maybe it's your first investment house, and you're a little stressed about, you know, oh no, like there's not enough. Maybe there's not enough cash flow for you that you are very comfortable with. You know, taxes come back higher or something like that. It's like okay, I still have this buffer yep. to where I I can create the reserves right yeah. in that two year. And now in two years, you have reserves. And like, in that scenario. For an investment property, definitely use that to to stockpile your reserves, correct, and yep. for your capital expenses. Yep. Like, do not touch that money. Mm -hmm. Let it be what builds that account, right? And actually makes it a little bit, you know, more freeing and comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. it's like great. I've got now this uh, this stocked away that I didn't even have to pay for. Right. You know, seven exactly. grand or ten grand or whatever it ends up being. Exactly. Based upon the price point of the home. Exactly. So you know, God forbid, you need a new furnace in, yeah. in year two. Okay, cool. I got seven grand saved. Yeah, like that should help. Again, it's annoying, but you have it's not a it's not a life changing yeah. thing now that you have to you got to account for. What about uh, forty year loans? Forty year, we don't offer quite yet. We do have interest only for ten, and then amortizing for thirty. So I guess that's technically a forty. Um, but it's a. Thirty-year loan, but it's a thirty-year loan technically. So thirty-year loan, the first ten years are interest only. Correct. Then for the last twenty, it's amortized over thirty, but you still have twenty years on the loan. I believe it's still amortized over twenty. So it's a oh, thirty. It's amortized yeah, over it's 20. amortized over the twenty. Yeah. That, yeah. but we don't uh, we don't have any four-year mortgaged. Um, 
Honestly, I want to say yet because we're probably going to get some. They're out there. We're going to get yeah. some lender that we work with that introduces yeah. that that out there. Yeah, they're out there. So a 40-year loan is 10 years interest only, so nothing towards your principal. Yeah. And then the last 30, it's principal and interest, again, amortized over, over the 30. 30 years. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, that it's they're coming. That's for damn sure. I've, like, yeah, I've they looked, are definitely coming. There, there's there's some lenders out there that do them. I, it, again, you know, you can save 200, 300 bucks a month in, yeah. in principal payment. Right. Um, it's just it tricky. Depends yeah. on <laughs> what your goals are. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. It depends on what your plans are. Yeah. You got to have a, a definitely a plan in place. Yeah. You don't want to just that. do that to just get into the house. And <laughs> yeah. like, that's just, I. I don't know. <laughs> fifty year loans. Fifty, oh my god. Hundred year loans. I can't even fathom. If I was listening to a podcast mortgage. the other day, and the uh, they've got life. Uh, is it estate or generational loans? Like it's oh for the god. life of the generation that owns this property. Oh my god! Uh, it's just always a loan, right? <laughs> That's horrifying. As long as they're alive, there's a loan out there. Right. We'll span it out as long as you want. That's wild. Like <laughs> different geez. country, different. Uh, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> different uh, ideas. But. Right. Right. Yeah. No. Like I'm sure we'll start seeing crazy stuff on it. Not to scare people, but probably like we saw back in 06, 07, where lenders are just getting desperate for business. Right. You won't see it from the big, the big names. Yep. You'll see it from the people that that are out on the news that are closing at, you know, at moment's notice and they're saying we're no longer funding loans. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't be getting a loan through them anyway. No. Um, and again, it's not big names. We're not talking about the names that are banks, retail lender, wholesale lenders that right. everyone knows of. Because so they've already gone through that. They, they don't want to do that again. These businesses have the money and the capital to withstand it, right? So it's not, we're not talking about those, but... I mean, it wouldn't shock me if we see like, you know, six month bank statements or even one month bank statement just to like a plea to get business in yeah. from people. And then please don't, we will not sell that. I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to sell that. I'm not saying PML is going to sell no, that, but it no. wouldn't shock me if you start hearing crazy stuff like that again. Well, because, you know, this is real estate's slow to react to the, what's going on in the market. So, like, now that we're at seven and a quarter, I mean, it could take six months to see the effects from that. Yeah. You know? I think personally, I think we're just seeing the effects from the fives, like where yeah. things are like slowly coming down now. Right. So like, I, I agree. I think we're like a quarter or two quarters kind of behind on everything. Yeah. Just, With, just like in 2008 and 2009, when the market crashed, well, the deals didn't happen until 2010, 2011. Right. Right. Like years later. So 2008, they happened in 2010, 2009, they happened in 2011. Right. That's where the deals came onto the market. Right. Or they were out there. The people were buying, you know, at very low prices. Yeah. I was going to say very little to yeah. <laughs> that thing for, for the house. So, uh, yeah, it's always slow to react. I think, um, what was I seeing? Oh, a six month arm. Oh boy. Six yeah. Month arm. I'm like, holy moly. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You got to have a real set strategy if you, you're going into that. And I was going to say, and you, but you're just kind of betting on the fact that you think this is all going to slow down in six months and then it's going to come down and then you're just refi at that point. That's kind of what you're betting on. Yeah. Or you've got like, you, you're going to turn like, so the other thought I had on that one was like, okay, you're going to turn the property from a $200,000 property to a $400,000 property. Right. Cause then you can refi and, right. and, and reduce your payment cause you have such a low, you know, uh, LTV. Uh, yeah, and, exactly. Yes, so yeah. then, then you can get at least a, a reasonable, you know, monthly payment. Right. Right. But, Six months. I mean, we're still going to be. Well, I mean, we're going to be in the eights at that point. We are going to be in the eights at that point. Yeah, we're going to see eights over this winter, and then everyone's yeah. going to freak 
out. I, I we winter is coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We uh, we had a couple guys go to an event in Mass with uh, one of the attorneys that we work with, and there was like the BOA, like like a top economist there, and he yeah. said he said six to nine. Yeah. So it's probably going to be nine. Yeah. Twelve. Because we've already passed. Being realistic, yeah. like it's probably going to be nine to twelve. Um, but again, it's not a bad time to. It, it literally is never a bad time to buy real estate. Like, nope. just get the it, house. Just get that. Like, with the rate that gets you the monthly payment you're comfortable with, mm-hmm. get into it. Mm-hmm. Start building your wealth and your nest egg for the second home, right? Or for the refinance right. when that time comes, right? Right. You know, it doesn't matter if they're fifteen percent, fifty percent, right? Just get. As long as the monthly payment makes sense. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to look at maybe lesser of a home, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't have all champagne yeah. dreams and ca- caviar dreams <laughs> for, and champagne. For, 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 for first, first house. home, you know? <laughs> it, 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 if you're renting right now, get out. Right. Just get out. Right. And there's going to be opportunities um, to get a, a, a decent home right. without competition. Right. Well, here's my argument to renters now, too, is rates are increasing. Investment property, you know, multifamilies have not come down yet. What do you think is going to happen to the rents in that house when the investment guy buys it at eight percent? What do you think is going to happen to your rent? Goes like, up. It, it, the renting market is going to have to follow this. Even it has to. Even if the the house doesn't change hands at a new higher interest rate, electricity's going up. Right. Right. All oil, the bills heat, are going yeah, up. Yeah, all, the, oils, all that's going up. Right. That gets passed down. Hmm. So regardless of, of that, the the natural thing is when home prices go up, rents go up. Inflation goes up, rents go up. Right. Like, and home to. prices also go up. Right. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to go up 25% yeah, like no. they did last year, but they're still going to go up. Right, right. And it's funny, too, because, I mean, just for uh, my perspective, right, on like just my house, like I – everyone says I bought at the worst time because I bought in May and closed in June. So right before all this craziness happened. But I always laugh because our intent and, you know, Michelle and I's intent on all this is we're probably never going to sell the house that we're in. Mm -hmm. We will never, ever do it because we will just, even if we move out, we will just rent this house out because this is essentially our retirement at this point for it's part of our retirement portfolio. Like, it would make zero sense, especially if there's always now going to be the supply and demand shortage because of all these companies coming in and buying houses. The house prices are going to naturally keep going up probably at a faster pace because there's less of them out there that are owned by physical individuals. Yeah. Why would I not keep this house and if, just have it appreciate? And if you look at like a, the paper from the 80s for house sales, because that's where they were posted back yeah. then, <laughs> they're in a paper. like. If you still had one of those houses, right. you're going to sell them for 80 grand, 90 grand. Yeah. Things worth 600, 700 now. Right. Like, that's just the way it that's goes. Way Believe it, goes. it or not. Right. Yes, there are like kind of ups and downs. Yeah. But the long term hold, primary residence, investment property, mm-hmm. secondary home, whatever it is, is up. Right. It's an upward trajectory. Right. And people think it can't withstand, right? But think about like seven years ago, what 100 grand a year in income meant. Versus now, what a hundred grand in income is, yeah. right? It's just the, it's unfortunately the natural progression of this, right? You got to keep 
with the times and keep upping yeah. everything, right? Or you're just going to get you're gonna get swept off by inflation. Yeah. So it's like yeah. it it is going to happen. It sounds crazy that a starter home in 30 years might be a million to a million five. It <laughs> yeah. sounds crazy, but when people are coming out of college making a hundred to a hundred and fifty, yeah, and you know they as a baseline, it's right. not gonna you know they're bringing in thirteen thousand, fifteen thousand dollars a month, like. It's not that wild of a circumstance right. to think of. Yeah, and, <laughs> and of course, that's you know not again. Every market's going to be different, correct. right? Like right, you correct. know, California is going to be different than New Hampshire. Right. It's going to be different than Arkansas, right. the Midwest. Right. But yeah, generally things go up. I mean, starter homes were eighty grand before. Yeah, now they're three hundred fifty to four hundred. Right, and that's in forty years. So if you yeah. know you hold your house for forty years, like. At that percentage, you're literally talking about a one and a half to two million dollar house in forty years. The, like, the, the problem we're going to see over the next six to eight years is everybody's like some statistic like seventy percent of homes are four percent or less interest rates. Why would they sell? Right, unless there's a life circumstance that changes their position. Yep. But even if there's another kid, guess what? We're getting bunk beds. Yeah. Not getting another bedroom. <laughs> I'm not paying another thousand dollars a month in mortgage right. for a bedroom. Right. <laughs> I'm getting, you're getting bunk beds. You're getting bunk beds, and you're going to get comfortable. With yeah. You're going to go back to like it was, you know, like when our parents grew up. Yeah. Like there was five kids in a household, and we right. had three bedrooms. Right. Like what? That's right. crazy. Why isn't there one bedroom per kid? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, people got spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, no. 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 So yeah. No. It's uh like yeah. It's crazy. For a thousand bucks a month, am I going to get a bedroom or not? Right. Bunk beds. Yeah. Bunk beds for sure. <laughs> so yeah, there's going to be a, a, a lack of supply just from the sheer fact that everyone's got sub four interest rates. Mm -hmm. To be tricky to move out of that one, that's for sure. <laughs> doesn't make sense. No, no, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. But uh, no, that's all I had on temporary buy down. Do you get you got anything else? Awesome. No, no. I um, I think we've got a guest next week. Yes. Uh, definitely investor focused. Uh, Matt, the lumberjack landlord, is an investor out in the uh, upper seacoast, like the Dover area. Yep. Um, and he's going to come in and or not come in, but you know, Zoom or or at least over the phone to talk about uh, four three two one and reverse offer strategy. The four three two one, I think, I wish you know I understood it better in like my twenties. <laughs> yeah, you buy the four family, rent that out for a year, two years, three years, and you buy the three family. Mm -hmm live in it rent it out right by the two like and you, you're keeping the the four unit right renting out the three then you're keeping the three unit you're getting into a duplex right and then you use all of those properties and the equity and the cash flow and your life situation to buy your single family forever right. home right oh my god it would have saved me a lot of time if I started that in the 20s and in my late 30s i would have figured it out but so yeah cool strategy he's going to chat with us about um Definitely a lot more investor focus. So yeah. if that's uh, your bag and want to talk with a, or hear from another New Hampshire guy mm -hmm. in uh, you know in this market, definitely tune in next week. Yes, same time. I think eleven is eleven thirty or eleven thirty. Yeah, eleven thirty yeah. next 1130. week. Um, stay tuned. There's going to be a lot of great info on that. I know I'm going to learn a ton on that. So I'm sure a lot of you out there will as well. Yeah. So even if you're not thinking of it now, you know it's good. Just, just good knowledge. Good knowledge. Yeah. And yeah. you know, like I said, uh, I like. The multifamily strategy, wish I had done it sooner mm -hmm. to get into, you know, a single family, mm -hmm. um, you know, because, again, your first time buyer, it's not your forever home. Right. So 
Might as well make that an income-producing property. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a no-brainer. But, uh, yes, yeah, stay tuned next week. It'll be episode 13, and that is That's why, why Money Matters. matters.